All right, guys, we are back. This is Let's Get Real with Brianna, and I have the most beautiful guest speaker with me. This is Chrissy. Um, Chrissy, do you want to just introduce yourself real quick? Hi. Yes. Okay, so my name is Chrissy. I am a uh, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach now. Um, So, yeah, basically, Brianna and I met a few years ago through work, and, you know, the rest is history. We've stayed in contact on you know, social media since then. And yeah. Do you want me to get into background? Yeah, absolutely. We'd right. love to hear some. Cool. Okay. So, um, back in 2014, I got my bachelor's degree in psychology and then I went to, um, get my master's in business psychology. And I really had like no clue what I wanted to do with my life. I was an athlete my entire life. So I knew I kind of wanted to be in some sort of like sports realm, health realm, but I had no idea how that translated through like psychology or like helping people, um, you know, tried clinical, tried, you know, a bunch of different like avenues, um, childhood development, all sorts of things, but nothing was ever like my niche. So basically where Brianna and I, like our paths crossed where we both had joined, um, a network marketing company, which was, you know, highlighted around health and wellness and that sort of thing. So through that, I kind of learned, like, I really love coaching people. I love learning about, you know, nutrition and health and things like that, but I just didn't feel, um, like necessarily aligned with what I was doing anymore as far as like the network marketing company went. Um, there, as I started to learn more about nutrition and like how to take care of our bodies and what our bodies like actually need, um, as far as like food and supplements go, um, I kind of learned that I was literally doing the opposite of what I felt like was actually right. So um, through all that, I ended up leaving the network marketing company, getting educated myself. Um, I hired a nutrition coach for myself, learned so much about my body, learned so much about other women's bodies. And I just kind of like through that all kind of found my passion more so with, you know, health and wellness, but a correct way to do it. Um, versus like pushing supplements and things like that. Cause they're obviously very, you know, there's other ways to be healthy. Um, so I went and got certified in nutrition. I became a certified personal trainer. And so now I coach people that way. And, um, yeah, so that's what I do full time now. And I'm able to like, you know, use like my psychology background because a lot of, you know, being healthy and taking care of your body comes from, the mental work, I'd say at least 75% of it comes from the mental work, 10% what you do in the gym. And then the other 10%, I whatever math, um, comes from how you feed yourself. <laughs> but the majority, what I'm trying to say is the majority comes from, you know, the mental work that goes into it. So, um, yeah, that's basically how I got from, from a to freaking Z in the last three years. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, do you think that there was, you know, like, obviously, you know, we were in the same spot with like this, um, health and wellness company. And I mean, like, I know my tipping point, like I know exactly what event I was like, you know what, like this does, doesn't like feel right. Like, can you recall like any sort of conversation or a moment that you had when you were like, you know what, like, I think I need to leave this because it just doesn't feel right. Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) being as, (laughs) being as, um, like, light on this topic as possible because I honestly I don't 
enjoy dwelling on it anymore because it sucked so much out of me at the time. Basically, I just had a really mm-hmm. negative conversation with somebody who I was supposed to look up to. And it was kind of disgusting the way that I was spoke to. And she kind of made it out to be like the person that I was wasn't enough. Um, I was trying too much to be like other people, which is so <laughs> redundant because in a network marketing company, as you and I both know, um, people are taught to be car- carbon copies of one another. Um, no one is given the floor to be themselves or to, um, you know, do something that's different, um, which is, you know, just incredibly bizarre. But anyway, so that sort of thing happened where I was like, why would I want to surround myself with these people? This isn't healthy one for two. Then it came down to like the marketing perspective of it all and how, how things were marketed, how things are named. Um, I just don't agree with like chat, like throwing the word skinny in front of anything I hate because it doesn't, it, a, it doesn't make the product that you're taking good for you. It, 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 it literally just makes it fat phobic. Um, and you know, when you're pushing products on people without the proper knowledge blows my mind because that's how you perpetuate eating disorder behavior through saying, Oh, I drink this coffee in the morning and it keeps me full until 4 PM. I don't, you don't need half a brain to know that not eating until 4 PM, like that's not a good thing. So I don't know why women with 50,000 plus followers are promoting such behavior other than for monetary gain. So that's not something I wanted to, um, associate myself with anymore. There are some people who do it way better than others. And, you know, when I come across those people, I commend them, but for the majority people are taught like, they're literally given the name of a product. They're told nothing about the ingredients that are in it. They're saying, oh, take this and it'll, you know, help you lose weight that this, that, whatever. But they're not taught like, okay, well, how should you be fueling your body? How should you be moving it? Um, is this even something that's necessary? Are you just filling your body with unnecessary things that could, you know, your body would do it perfectly fine on its own if you weren't manipulating like your body's natural way of doing things. Um, as far as like cleanses and stuff go, like if you have a functioning liver, like you're, you don't need a cleanse, like things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And I like totally get that because, and what's crazy to me is like, like when we met, like I had already been deep into my recovery from my eating disorder. And like, I had been focusing on more like the protein aspect and like, cause I was trying to like rebuild my body. So it was like weird for me to be posting about like people losing weight. And it just, it didn't like, it felt like I was just contradicting myself. And I was like, how can I, how can I like push something that like, I'm now like so raw on at the time and like feel okay and like sleep at night with that. But like you said, like even it was down to the messages we were sending all carbon copies, everything we did, carbon copy, carbon copy. We all said the same, Hey girl message. And it was like, it was just, it was too much. And I was like, you know what? I just, I can't do it anymore. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. So that's interesting that we kind of like both had that like same like avenue with what was going on. And so with that being said, you know, do you have like experience? I know that you do your own, like uh, your own personal fitness groups and you do your own individualized programs for whoever you talk to. And have you ever had like someone that says, Hey, like I have this awkward, you know, fear of food. And when I ask it that way, because I'm in nursing school right now, 
And we're talking about, I didn't know the proper definition of anorexia until like literally three weeks ago. And that can just be loss of appetite can be classified as anorexia. Do you ever have like clients like that? Or do you kind of just focus on one group? Like how do you, what is your process? Well, so I, I do have like an ideal client, I guess you could say my, my real, like, um, I don't know if you could call it a specialization, but like the person I look for, I look for, um, people who were athletes for long periods of time that then fell off because that that's really what I relate to the most. I was an athlete my entire life, never had to worry about weight, could eat whatever I wanted. My metabolism was always high. Now, as soon as I lost that coach figure, someone forcing me to work out, telling me what to do, telling me how to eat, because you tell me to jump, I'll jump. But as soon as that coach figure was gone, I full blow, like nothing. There was no movement. There was no feeling my body properly. Um, I needed a coach figure back in my life in order to be able to figure that out. So I kind of look for retired athletes, people that need someone telling them what to do, but are already just disciplined by nature. But there can be eating disorder behaviors at any weight or eating disorder diagnosis at any weight. A lot of people think like in order to be anorexic, bulimic, any of these things, you have to be stick skinny looking like you're going to die any second. And that is not true. You can have, you can be overweight and show anorexic behaviors. Um, and you know, I, this is something that's seen so commonly guilt around food, um, fears around food because it's perpetuated a lot by what we see on social media. Things like I said with MLMs or, um, that whole process, like promoting those types of behaviors, people will think, okay, well, this girl is stick skinny and she's not eating till 4 PM. Okay. So I'm not going to eat till 4 PM either. And then that becomes a habit. Um, or you see random things online, like uh, specifically one of my clients we're working on with her is fear of fruit because she was taught from a young age that she should not have a full piece of fruit because it's too high in sugar, which is just absolutely mind blowing to me that you could tell a teenager to not have a full banana because it's full, filled with sugar. It's filled with, it's one of the most nutritious like sources of sugar that you can have. And to tell a child essentially that they can't have a full banana is disgusting to me. And those types of things come up all the time. doesn't matter the weight of my client. doesn't matter um, you know, their history doesn't matter how hard they train in the gym. Like they could still, or even like their body composition, they could look completely healthy, but at the same time, they're nervous about eating a full banana. And like, what does that say about society? You know? No, literally, because I mean, like, that's so relatable. Like a lot of people that I talk to, like about my eating disorder, you know, it, and I hate to call my mom out like this, but I will because she knows, and we have had these healthy conversations about this, but you know, it's, it can be down to when you're, you're an adolescent, you're at such a young, impressionable age, you know, and you're looking at magazines or, you know, you go out shopping with, you know, a parent or friends or whatever. It can be like, you know, and this ties into the beauty industry and the clothing fashion industry, which is terrible. You know, you go to one store and you're a size one, you can go to another store and you're a size five, you know, and sometimes the influence of close people in your life can be toxic. And that was like something I had to learn that no matter who it is, if they're toxic, they have to go mm -hmm. or they have to fix their behavior because it should never like be negatively affecting you in any sort of way mm -hmm. when you're trying to heal or you're trying to be better than you were yesterday. However, like you want to see it now, did you have, 
when you were going through all of your certifications and getting clients and things like that, um, did you have like some struggles of your own that you went through? Um, as far as like food goes, um, really all that I was kind of doing to myself was just like further complicating my metabolism just by over supplementation. I was using all the supplements that I was selling at the time because I just wanted, you know, I was listening to everyone around me telling me to be a product of the product, use these things, show the results. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause it's like, Hey, I'm not getting any results. Um, well that's why, you know, cause you're just further like messing with your metabolism with all these things like fat burners and things like that. You don't need that sort of stuff. It's, you know, like taking care of your body is really much more simple than what it's made out to be. But that was really my issue was like using too many supplements, um, reading into things that I see online far too much and just thinking like, Oh, if I just don't eat any sugar, don't eat any carbs, then I will somehow lose weight. Um, and I just wasn't knowledgeable at all on it. So, um, yeah, that was really my biggest struggle. Luckily, I, I've never personally experienced any sort of like eating disorder like behaviors. But um, I think that just comes from honestly, my ba- I, I was blessed with parents that fed me whatever and um, that they didn't have their own struggles. A lot of times that can be where it comes from, you know, your, the people closest to you, like you were saying, like them having any sort of issues or guilt around food they don't want to pass it on to their kids so they worry so much about um serving sizes with their kids to a point where it's like you know I've, I've even seen it with toddlers at daycare like I, I was a teacher at a daycare and I've seen you know parents um really focus on like serving sizes of different things for their kids and it's like okay this kid is two like they need fruit <laughs> like, yeah you know? exactly they need, they need crackers they need carbs like just as much as any of us do and um so yeah, that that is, you know, luckily that wasn't something I really had to face personally, but it's it's so common that I had I had to get educated on it in order yeah, to, just to help so people. in your face, like mm-hmm. you couldn't ignore it. Right. Totally. That's crazy. Oh my god, that's insane. But it's true like uh, you know, we're a very like interesting society like especially when you look at other countries and their stigmas around food and their stigmas around health and whatnot. It's we're just a very like unique country where we just have all of these blends of different traditions and cultures and how, you know, our beauty and, you know, fashion industry is almost unparalleled with any other country. Uh, I mean, unless we're talking, you know, all of France or um, anywhere else in Europe, but it's, it's like really interesting, especially like with, when you're talking about like psychology, it's so interesting, like how we as human beings function in this like very unique society. But so how do you stay motivated? Like, do you, do you listen to certain music? Like, do you have a routine? Like what, like, what is your daily routine to be like, okay, like, this is what I'm doing today. This is what I get it done. Like, this is how I prioritize. So for me, I'm such a go with the flow, like kind of person in the sense to myself. But whenever it comes to like other things, I'm like such an over planner, like type A, like kind of nuts. But when it comes to me, like I know what I have to do that's going to make me feel my best. Um, and I know that if I don't do those things, I'm going to perform like crap, whether it be in the gym as a coach, as you know, a partner, like anything like that. So I try and always make sure to like put my health above anything else. Like, like even yesterday, like we were supposed to report, record this podcast yesterday and I woke up with like a piercing headache. It's like, I'm not going to be on someone's podcast if I can only give like, you know, 75% of my energy. You know what I mean? So like 
I want to make sure to always be like giving a hundred percent no matter what. So, um, really for me, my main thing always is eat food that makes me feel good, regardless of if it's nutrient dense or calorically dense, if it's going to make me feel good, whatever I'm looking for that day, I eat it. Um, I know that training gives me energy and it fires me up to, you know, help my clients, inspire them, um, and to, you know, like stay on them and make sure that they're doing things that make them feel good too, because that's my job is to make sure that they, at the end of the day, are feeling good and confident about themselves. But um, I also am just like a more disciplined human being. I, I know that like, I'm not always going to feel motivated. I know um, some days I'm going to have a new outfit, like ready to go for the gym. And that's going to excite me. That's going to be 10% of the time. But the other 90% of the time, workouts are going to be vanilla. They're going to be, you know, <laughs> like, that's where like progress is made, um, that, you know, 90% of the time where you don't really feel like it, but that's, um, where you have to kind of like hold yourself accountable. Um, and who am I, you know, to, to hold other people accountable as a coach if I can't even do it for myself, you know? So I kind of just, I'm on my own, butt. (laughs) (laughs) right. No, exactly. And it's funny that you say, bring that up about the migraine because, you know, I was like talking to Joe the other day and I was like, or yesterday. And I was like, you know, she has a migraine, which I have occipital neuralgia. So I get occasional migraines. Mm -hmm. And I was like, good for her for being like, I can't do it. Like I have to put myself first today. Like if more people did that, the, you know, more people would feel better about themselves too. And it's, Mm -hmm. and I said it in my last podcast too. I was like, you know what? Like you've got to give yourself credit. Like you got to put yourself first. You know, we're always like, give, 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 give to everyone around us and sometimes like especially during the holidays we kind of like lose ourselves and it's important to do like a check-in with yourself mm-hmm. you know mentally or whatever because sometimes you just need a mental health day mm-hmm. and you know sometimes you just need to like relax in bed or fucking take a bath or you know fucking run 20 miles like mm-hmm. with no music like whatever coping mechanism like that you have to mm-hmm. do for yourself but I mean that's just great. Like I'm, I'm actually like so happy for you that you're in like such a great spot. And right now you're doing your own promotion, right? You have like a, a new group coming up, right? Yeah. So, um, basically for the last few months, I've been just working with clients one-on-one, which is um, my favorite thing ever. It's, it's so like personalized because everything like I talk about, like nutrition, fitness and all that kind of stuff. Yes. It's, it's so simple. Like if you want to be successful, it's very simple. You don't have to overcomplicate it with a bunch of other things. But when you're really specifically trying to hone in on someone's like goals and their potential, everything is so case by case, like how much they should be eating, what they should be eating. If they're, if they're really focused on like hitting goals quick and making sustainable changes that they can, you know, maintain long-term, you want to look at every little thing about what they are, what they're doing. But, you know, for the most part, as far as like this year goes, this year has been crazy. Um, Money's like tight for a lot of people. Um, mindset is just completely just, you know, it, it, if you wake up and get through the day without getting someone else or yourself sick, like you've done a good job. Um, so I really was kind of like looking for a more affordable way to give people that sort of one-on-one coaching feel without sucking up too much of my energy because I pour like everything I've got into my clients. So I opened up group coaching through six weeks through the holidays. So that way it kind of gives like a little bit of accountability to people to, you know, move their body, make themselves like get some endorphins flowing. Um, cause a lot of people will go down this like 
dark like tunnel of the holidays where they're like, I'm just going to eat whatever because I don't care. And like now with COVID, it's even more of a reason to like, just give up on yourself and your health. And that's not to say that that isn't right for some people. There are some people that just need to do that right now. And that is okay. Um, it's not saying that that's wrong, but there are some people out there that are like, I want to do something. I want to move my body. I kind of want to learn like how I should be eating. I want to prepare myself for, you know, going into the new year with a, you know, a new outlook on myself and my health and things like that. And it's really kind of targeted at that, like giving them that accountability to stay, um, you know, active and just like giving people knowledge that, you know, is vital to taking care of yourself through the holidays, not having guilt around food, eating the foods that you want without worrying that you're going to like set yourself back. Um, and also how to like fuel your body properly and in conjunction with like the workouts that we'd be doing. Um, and all sorts of trainings, but a lot of them are, you know, a, a lot of them are really like guilt focused around food because that is, um, just something that's more prominent during the holidays. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically what's happening with the, with the group. <laughs> that's so awesome. No, that's great. And like, this is just perfect timing, like you said, like with the holidays and whatnot and, you know, people being like, Oh, like, should I really eat this whole plate of chocolate chip cookies or like, sh like, you know, they think that, you know, it's going to go straight to their ass or something. And it's just like, that's just that slippery slope that people just follow down. So basically, guys, if you're listening, follow Chrissy on social media. Her handles for Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, pretty much any social media you can think of is at Chrissy Lee X and the number zero. That's C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-L-E-E-X and then the number zero. Thank you so much for like coming on here and like talking about this. No, it's great. Like getting, you know, expert personal, you know, advice and like your journey and whatnot. So that, you know, if someone's like listening and they're like ready to, you know, like lose hope that they can hopefully hear this and it'll change somebody's life today. So I appreciate you coming on. Like, this is great. It's only been like three years too. I know. <laughs> Like, I just remember, like, the first time walking in, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, this girl is fucking hilarious. Like, I <laughs> need to be friends with her. Dude, I was scrolling through your TikTok the other night, and I was like, um, oh, my God. You want to get me off that app? No, no. Like, keep going. Because the Jersey Shore, it's the Jersey Shore ones for me. Like, I can't. Placeovers. Oh, my God. I could do those forever. Right oh, I'm God. working 12 hours on, like, a nutrition, like, educational TikTok. Nothing. No views. Okay, Jersey Shore voiceover, got it. Yep, 129,000 likes, like it's fine. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. Well, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and I hope everybody that's listening enjoys the rest of their day. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hit that follow button and I will see you all next week. Bye.